0: I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight 503 225. 0860. Put those numbers to memory. 503-225-0860. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people calling in tonight, giving their views on what we're about to talk about. See, we as Americans, we've been encouraged to think well of ourselves and our way of life. We're told that the way we live in this country is superior to all other countries, even though this ideal life is quickly fading into history, even though... Other countries which live differently seem to have lasted a lot longer than we have. Now, with this in mind, we can assert that most people in the United States are becoming desensitized to concepts as vast as this idea of the new world order, the great reset, the process that we're having to go through here, the fight that we have to always be aware and always be on our toes, the ever-present encroachment that we're dealing with here, uh, the encroachment of human dignity and Human rights. We, we know that there is severe division in the United States. And we know that there's a resistance that has created a Cold War on political fronts. That's why the division is so ubiquitous. From the manipulation of intelligence, the spinning of strange narratives, and a media that deems itself part of the resistance, uh, an activist media, I don't know, you know, guerrilla media, you know, resistance media, I don't know what you'd call it. Everything's activist this and activist that. There's that air of civil discord in America. It wouldn't sell if it wasn't civil discord. The media would die if it didn't create civil discord in America. And so every day, from when we wake up to when we go to bed at night, we are unofficially on alert status. And with the latest news about the immigrant incursion, I think it's imperative that people prepare for... Flash uprisings in various cities across the United States. Now, it doesn't mean that these things are going to happen, but, I mean, the, the tension is so thick that you can cut it with a knife. The idea that at any moment there could be an uprising based on what's going on at the border. And I want to make it clear that I'm not saying that these events are going to happen because most of these uprisings are, you know, a lot of them are organic. But you can't rule out the possibility that a false flag operation could go down, something that would, you know, someone could be shot, someone could be attacked, and that this would trigger a civil unrest or other riots that occur any time of the year, even if it's cold, they riot. I mean, we know that from experience here in Portland, Oregon, when they had the riots during the George Floyd times. And even those times were so traumatic, I still have not gotten the courage to go downtown anymore. I remain where I'm at, and it's not the best place in the world to be at either, but yet I still feel more at risk when I go downtown. Unrest, all these things are happening now. Homeland violence, we need to be aware of. Going back to 2012, the Pentagon implemented new rules of engagement for U.S. military forces operating on American soil to provide support to civilian law enforcement authorities, including responses to civil disturbances. Now, we've talked about the documents. We've talked about the itinerary. We've talked about the idea that martial law or whatever dictates that they can negate the Constitution in, in an effort to either round people up or to keep them sheltered in place. But it's the emergency authority. And you can find this document about emergency authority. And what it asserts is that authority of a federal military commander in extraordinary emergency circumstances where prior authorization by the president is impossible and duly constituted local authorities are unable to control the situation, they're able to engage temporarily in activities that are necessary to quell large-scale unexpected civil disturbances. In other words... The Pentagon brass claims the unilateral authority to impose martial law in case things are out of control, in case the president loses control, loses power. And those powers are not being asserted for the purpose of defending the U.S. population against terrorism or to counter some hypothetical emergency. No, the U.S. military command is quite conscious of where these dangers lie. They understand, they, they, they see border clashes as a flashpoint for civil unrest and possible civil war outbreaks. For nearly 25 years, I've described, or I've talked about this, I've described several military operations that were set aside for possible invasion of our country at its borders. I mean, back in 1968, the U.S. Department of Defense, at the request of the government, drafted a civil disturbance plan called Operation Garden Plot, which outlined what was essentially a martial law response to large-scale social breakdown. And one of the main factors listed in this breakdown in the plan was a trigger for martial law, and that was the uncontrolled mass migration of minorities into the United States, as well as riots by minorities in light of economic uncertainty. So Garden Plot had these provisions designed to install a long-lasting domestic military presence in the United States, if deemed necessary, and was even tied to programs like Rex 84 which planned out the installation of FEMA camps or detention facilities meant to hold large numbers of refugees during a mass migration crisis and these programs were accidentally exposed during the Iran-Contra hearings of 1987 and we were kept they were kept secret from a majority of the representatives in Congress In other words political elites designed a set of operations to swiftly impose martial law if we were faced with a migrant disaster. But were these measures meant to solve the crisis or were they meant to use the crisis as an excuse to put boots on the ground in the United States and permanently end whatever constitutional protections we have left? That is to say, it may very well be the plan of the establishment to keep the borders open until illegals overwhelm the system and the public will demand martial law. That's the point, right? Is that, you know, let the borders be free, be open until the people demand martial law, until they demand some sort of civil upheaval where the military is fighting with the police, the police fighting with the military and the National Guard and other groups, militias, fighting it out of the border. And this would definitely give the president reason to declare martial law in this country Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. that's five zero three i'm clyde lewis you're listening to ground zero and we'll be back you just listened to a segment of ground zero if you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform sign up now at aftermath.media it's only ten dollars a month and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget again go to aftermath.media